Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network, Detroit's number one sports podcasting network where we believe in the Detroit Lions and by the end of this episode so will you and the reason I know that the the Lions had a really tough loss this past Sunday but we're heading into Thanksgiving Lions are Thanksgiving 1230 your food your turkey your stuffing and Lions football I mean we know other teams have piggybacked on that but it's a big week for the for the Lions for the city of Detroit and uh, we're going to talk all about it here on the show, and, and I'm really happy to introduce Benny Blades here on the show, uh, my, my co-host. He brings all the knowledge here on the show. He's a former great Detroit Lions player. Benny, how you doing this holiday week? I'm doing wonderful this holiday week. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about um, what I have to be thankful for, and I'm sure you have a lot of things you'll be thankful for. And uh, not only... Am I going to be talking about what I'm thankful for? I'm going to be, because I'm, one of the things I'm most thankful for is playing on Thanksgiving Day and the Lions giving me the opportunity to showcase my talents on Thanksgiving. Absolutely. I'm thankful for this podcast, Benny. I'm thankful for all the stuff you've taught me about the game of football and, and you've shared with the Lions fans. So that's tremendous. One thing I'm not thankful for, Benny, is this game I had to watch against the Carolina Panthers this past Sunday. I mean, we we talked about it. They didn't have Christian McCaffrey. You thought maybe Teddy Bridgewater would be out there. Benny, they played a guy that was in the XFL. This guy's been cut from 12 or 13 NFL teams, and he came out there and looked like no problem back there at quarterback. I mean, P.J. Walker lit us up. I mean, D.J. Moore, who you just wrote off last week as you never heard of this guy. What did I tell you? He went for like a a buck 30 on us. You know, Samuel, the guy I mentioned, went for like 80 in the touchdown. The Lions lost to the Carolina Panthers, Benny. 20 to zero. I mean, I just, I just don't even know what happened in this game. I mean, was there anything when you saw this score? I, I know you didn't get to uh, watch this from top to bottom, but I mean, when you get shut out in the NFL, I mean, h- how does that happen? Who do we point the finger at? Is it coaching? Is Matt Stafford got to be held more accountable? Like what is going on with this team right now? Well, anytime you get shut out, let, let's just say, Route back anytime you get shut out in the National Football League, especially in today's game. I mean, it's a pass oriented league. And so for you to get shut out, that's a travesty that could that could never happen. Okay. And so there's a lot, a lot, a lot of blame to go around. Starts from the head coach to the offensive coordinator to Matthew Stafford. Any and everybody that lines up on that offense should, you know, should take the, the, the blame for that because zero, nil, goose egg, however you want to call it, that was a bad, 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 bad showing offensively. I mean, zero points. <laughs> you didn't even get close enough to even attempt the field goal. 
but they did attempt a field goal. They they missed it again, which which has been something we've we've seen too much this season. Benny, I'm looking at the stats right now. Matt Safford, 18 out of 33 for 178. Really, 30 million dollars. Uh, Adrian, remember 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 early in the season, week one and two, Benny. It was Adrian Peterson. Now you know what it is. Adrian Peterson. Seven for 18 yards. I mean, really, he's just running into the back of his offensive lineman. They they didn't throw a ball T.J. Hawkinson's way or until halftime. I mean, again, early in the season, he was making plays. It was T.J. Hawkinson. Now it's they didn't throw it to Hawkinson till halftime again. Like I I think you hit it on the head. Offense, offensive play calling, quarterback, head coach. There, there was so much wrong in this game. I wrote on Twitter at Derek Oakery that this was one of the worst, the most embarrassing, let's put it that way, one of the most embarrassing Lions games that I've seen in my lifetime. They just had no life. They didn't seem to show effort again. They didn't make any plays offensively. I mean, I, I, I just don't even know what to say. I want to pose this question to you, Benny. I also wrote on Twitter, as embarrassed as I was by the performance, is embarrassed as I was by Matt Patricia standing there with the mask over his face, with that dumb look on his face, just standing there quiet as a mouse. I didn't see him talk to a referee. I didn't see him rile up his players. I didn't see him dial up any any defenses, call any plays. I didn't see him do anything tactful to help us win. What is going on with this guy? He's just standing there. I, I don't understand what what value he's adding at this point. It's ridiculous. Well, Derek, here's here's what I'm gonna do before I jump in on on Matt Patricia because, like I said, and I told you before we started, I didn't get to watch it from top to bottom, but on ESPN when they showed a clip of him, like you said, just standing there. I'm not gonna lie to you. At one point, I thought he was crying. I was like, "Man," because right. that's how embarrassing it was. I mean, right. I sat there and, and, like I told you before the show, I mean, <laughs> every time they showed a highlight, man, my my poor guy. I try not to get on him, but Mister Okuda. Oh, oh, what, what's going oh. on with Mister Okuda? You know, uh, look, at, at some point, but right now, let's get our sponsor in, Derek. I'm sorry, because me and you can go all day long, you know, because I still want people to believe and bet on online because this is how we pay our bills. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, we did. We, we blew right by the sponsor. We'll, we'll go ahead and get him in right now. BetOnline.ag is the place to go. I mean, we're, we're I'm getting riled up. I'm I'm ready to to move past this Carolina game. But I mean, weeks and weeks you've been saying put your money on the Lions. But I mean, you might want to rethink at this point based on how they played this past Sunday. But if you want to put a, a bet down on any team, whatever it may be, go to BetOnline.ag. No doubt about it. The wait is finally over. Football is back. I mean, you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Now, if you want to go big this year, put your money on the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you heard it here first, right on Believe in Lions. That's the way to go in 2020. 
from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So, so Benny, what is going on with Mr. Okuda? Like, this guy is a top talent at Ohio State. He's picked number three. I mean, uh, only top-tier players like Benny Blades and others get picked in the top five there. This guy seems to have trouble with speed. He also is still not, you know, sticky in coverage. Now, people are giving him credit for his tackling, but... I mean, it doesn't make matter if you're making tackles 15 yards down the field or the, the couple tackles I see him make close to the line of scrimmage. You know, people are slipping off this guy like Crisco. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Mr. Okuda, but he needs to step it up big. I mean, the fire needs to be there. He needs to be more, you know, uh, get those fundamentals figured out or, or get his technique down, whatever it may be, because he just... He does not look like a good corner right now, and I didn't have any worries about him, but as each week goes by, I worry a little bit more about number 30. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get my my, my doubts and uh, <laughs> my... Uh, he just doesn't just... pass the eye test, does he, Benny, right now? It's just like you're not seeing much other than that interception where he made a great play that we can hang our head yeah. on and say, I see it. You know, I see flashes. I don't see flashes right now. Yeah, but but Derek, here, here's what I told you. I believe so much in the Lions, and I I mean I just I just took a tongue lashing mercifully <laughs> at the at the park this week. I mean, guys were coming up to me and says, "Man, you guys picked that guy in the third pick. There's corners that are playing better than him that got picked in the fourth and fifth round." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I don't really don't want to hear this." But they, you know, at, at some point, you, you got to say, are they right? And I, I really don't want to jump off this young guy's bandwagon right now because, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're in Thanksgiving week. And like I told you during the first 10 minutes of the show, I have a lot to be thankful for. You know, hopefully he... Mr. Okuda, that is, come, come bounce back and show the people. Because this is when I found out that every year, no matter what, Benny Blades can have people around the country look at him and just the talent level that he brings to the Detroit Lions. Even though in 1988, which was a horrible thrashing, the Minnesota Vikings came in <laughs> and they beat us 23-0. Oh, but shut out. I'm oh, shut up. I mean, it was horrible. But you know what? After that game, you know, the phone calls that you get from loved ones around the country who's never seen you play all season up to that point. And when they call me, they says, Benny, you're playing on a bad team, man. But you know, keep doing your thing. I, I see you out there thug fizzling. You know, you do you doing your thing. <laughs> and so 
it made me feel good, Derek, to know that no matter what, every year, no matter what the record was, no matter how good or no matter how bad I was playing up to Thanksgiving, that, look, everybody around the nation, I mean, some, I mean, this game sometimes gets international play. And so you can show people that you're a player. And that's what I want this kid to understand. Everybody's going to be sitting down, waiting to eat their turkey. They don't want to throw up when the meal is over with because you play bad. So I'm just hoping he'll take heed to that and be very thankful that he has this opportunity to showcase his talent. Not, not just him, everybody on that team. Because you're vowing, well, well you're, you're, you're vying to get maybe picked up by 31 other teams out there. So you got to show your talent level. Because I guarantee you, at the end of this season, a lot of guys that you and I talked about, Derek, may not be around. Yeah, there's probably going to be a big changeover. Let me do this, Benny. This is B-L-E-A-V and Lions. So, you know, lots of issues here with this Carolina game. You know, I had a lot of issues with the play calling. You know, we let's just get past that. Like you say, you gave some great things about Thanksgiving. Um, we'll go ahead and move forward towards that. I got a couple things for you. But, Benny, let, let me take one guess at one thing you're thankful for. I just, I'm going to take one guess real quick. I mean, is that right? Is it all about the you even on Thanksgiving for you? Well, the reason it's about the you on Thanksgiving, uh, bad, you know, since I've been a little itty bitty boy and I we when we got uh, whoppers for the dollar and went to go watch the Miami Hurricanes, you know, get beat back in the 70s. I was thankful that they gave a young kid from Piper High School uh opportunity to go down there i wasn't people don't won't 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 believe me but i was recruited as an athlete because i was a track guy and so that's why i will forever forever listen to me forever love the university of miami and so that's why you know i I get the opportunity and derek I'm not going to talk about the Wolverines because I really want you guys to help me out and beat Ohio <laughs> State this year. Okay. I, I really, <laughs> I, I don't I know really, if we could do that, but we did win a ball game, Benny. But I mean, I mean, yeah. we, we don't have to talk but, about the Wolverines. We, we, we know it's all about the U. I mean, we, we know that here on the show. But Benny, I got to do something else. Sometimes, you know, recently, again, like I say, we have fun on the show. I get to uh, got to know you a little bit better. So I got to keep you in check as well. So uh, just a, a few moments ago, you, you, you dropped into third person. I mean, when you're here on the show, I know Mrs. Blades keeps you in order most times. But 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 I got to do it here on the show. I don't know if you can go to the third person, talk about Benny Blades and about how he did this, he did that. That's you. And the other thing I got to call you out on is, is I told you last week that you don't have to tell me every time that you told me, like you've hit me with about six. I told you's already here on the show. We're only 15 minutes in. I mean, come on, Benny. I, I'm here. I'm listening to you. I, I heard you tell me. <laughs> yeah, but I want the fans. I, I told you, and I'm, I'm going to continue to tell you. I want the fans because guys, you guys have no idea. Derek. <laughs> is truly 
the general manager of this show, okay? And so before we come on, he'll let me know he, to reiterate some of the things. And so I have to get him back when we're live. <laughs> Oh, Benny, next time I talk about, I'm going to say, you know, Derek Oakry said this about that player, you know, Derek Oakry thinks, I mean, I'm just going to go into third person on you one of these times randomly, that's going to be tremendous, but no, we we have fun, and like you say, you tell me lots of great things here on the show, let's get back to Thanksgiving, You you dove into that. You start talking football. That's all fine and well. I want to do that as well. But I, I want to know a little bit more about the Benny Blades food menu. You, you hinted at Mrs. Blades' cooking and how she makes all the greats. I want to know some of the top favorites, some of the things that are going to be hitting the Benny Blades plate tomorrow. Uh, you know, how's that plate look? What's it filled up with? How many plates are, are we going to? Is it is it multi, two, three plate day? Uh, how's the dessert menu looking? I want to know about all that. Well, here's, here's how the day starts off, okay? I, I get up, well, first, the night before. Me, I do cook, Derek. I, I make a great, okay? I start, uh, I put my ham. See, everybody goes to honey baked ham and gets their ham. I don't do that. I slow base my ham for about three, four hours. I just sit over the open fire and ham, and I just slow baste it. Me, okay. while I'm cooking, I cook turkey parts and I deep fry a turkey. I don't know if you guys deep fry turkeys up north, but that's a southern thing. You know, okay. I deep fry the turkey. It, 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 it sounds delicious. It's It sounds like Benny Blades can cook from what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, I, I look, look, over the years, I put on some weight from from cooking. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I, I this deep fried turkey sounds like something uh, delicious. I never had that before. But, Benny, why are you trying to sell yourself better than Mrs. Blades? I mean, we know she's the star. You need to pump up what she's making. No, nobody cares what you what you got on the fire there. We want to know what she's pulling out of the yeah. oven because she's the real the real star of this kitchen, this household. Yeah. Well, everybody knows women cook better than men. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, you got, you got all these great guys. I didn't say that. Out. That that was Benny Blades, everybody. I mean, it's probably no, it, it's true, but I'm just I'm just talking in my family. Everybody knows that women cook better than the men. Okay, that's why our talents were other places. Right. <laughs> now, we have candy yams. We oh, what what is she cooking? Uh, of course, collard greens. We'll we'll have some. Uh, yellow rice, we'll, we'll have some seafood rice, we'll have some, um, oh man, all, all kind of muffins, my, my daughter is uh, masterful, she makes, uh, one year we had blueberry muffins, we had cranberry muffins, we had regular muffins, she makes uh, sweet potato pies, apple pie, pumpkin pie, uh, peach cobbler, Man, it, it, it just, it's all set out and we just sit around and we just gorge ourselves all day long. Starting from 11 o'clock in the morning, I have a small sampler and then I'll turn it on for my Lions to play. And everybody knows for those four hours, don't talk real loud. I even <laughs> send the grandkids upstairs. I, 
<laughs> what uh what's the you mentioned lots of good good food there what's uh what's the dessert your go-to dessert I, I i'm a pumpkin pie guy i mean it's the only time during the year i have it i always joke every year that there there isn't one person in the world that's eating pumpkin pie and like july or like all of a sudden in in august is like you know it'd be great pumpkin pie but you, you got to go to it with the whipped cream on thanksgiving for dessert there's no doubt well see with me Derek, i'm 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 a little different i'll i'll take a small sliver of the pumpkin pie i take a small <laughs> sliver of the sweet potato pie i take a small sliver of the peach cobbler but then when Everything is over with. I take a huge, like a quarter piece of the apple pie and I warm that up and put me two scoops of vanilla ice cream on it. Oh, (laughs) Benny, that that sounds tremendous. You got me you got me hungry right now. But listen to this quick story. So in college. Um, lived with uh, my buddy Jay Will. He was from Flint Town, and and we were sitting around one night, and he was like, he broke out this Dutch apple pie that he had bought from the store, and he's like, throws it in the oven. We're like, what do you do? <laughs> what? We're like college kids. Like, what are you making a Dutch apple pie for? He's like, no, hold on. He pulls this thing out of the oven. You know, tells us we got to put a slice in a bowl, couple things of of vanilla ice cream, and then he said, hold up, wait for it. He, he, he broke out this cinnamon that he had bought. He had bought a thing of cinnamon and he, he dropped a little bit of cinnamon, whatever, you know, sprinkle it on the top. Oh my goodness. Hot apple pie with vanilla ice cream with a little cinnamon on top. Uh, that's one of my go-to desserts to this day that I break out every now and again. So Jay Will knew what he was doing back there in college days with the, with the Dutch apple and the ice cream. So that's a, that's a definite go-to. I'm right with you on that one. Oh yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> Every, it makes the day worthwhile. I mean, you've eaten all day long, and then when you go to that, oh, man. And see, for me, I have to share mine out nowadays because all of the grandkids like to come around, Papa, <laughs> Papa, Papa, let me have some. Give me. <laughs> and you can't, you cannot say, go get your own. <laughs> because <laughs> no matter what, they come and eat yours. So that's why I told you. That's why I had to go to, go to now to the quarter slice of the pie because everybody's coming to eat off of mine. You know, and I, I mean, you, you you love it because that's you know one of the things I'm truly you know thankful for. I, I tell people I had some rough goings. You know, I, I you know everybody knows my history you know, with my kids, you know, and they, now they all call and they flock and they want to make daddy um, a big priority in their, in their lives now. And so I appreciate that, you know, and those nine grandkids I got, man, I feel like a, a, a big star when they come around. I'm like, whoa, I get to go do it all over again and do it all over again the right way. Because, you know, people always say, you know, I got a nephew down at University of Miami. I got a nephew who's in high school now. He's a true baller. But I got three grandsons. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm, I'm training them up the right way. You know, we're going to try to get down to that you, baby. <laughs> you, you, but, you know it. Oh, hold on. You know we got to drop it. You 
already got them geared up? Are they already hitting people, uh, you know, uh, playing tough football? Or are they playing this new wimpy football that we got to watch everywhere? You, no, you, no, no. You're, it, you're, it, you're showing them the right way? It, that's the only, there's only one way that Benny Blaze knows how to play the game. You know, I, I don't know if they're going to be fine a whole lot, but here's how I'm bringing them up right now, Derek. We, we start off with soccer to get the footwork together. And then we go to baseball, so we hand out coordination. Then they must... It's an absolute must here in South Florida that every kid that I bring up, they got to run track. That way you get the turnover speed going. Football, I can bring them along later on once I develop all of that. And so, I, okay. I mean, well, I'm, first I'm, of all, Benny, soccer is one of the worst sports ever. I wouldn't let anybody play no. soccer. It's it's a horrible sport in so many levels. Fake injuries. I mean, the, the, the field is way too big. The net is huge. I don't know why they can't put this little ball in this humongous net. It's a horrible sport. Second of all, baseball is one of the most boring sports of all time. Who, who would want to play baseball where you just stand around? I mean, 162 games. What a waste of time that is. I watch one baseball game a year. That's with my grandma who who loves the tigers i watch the opening day and that's it never, never watch it again but just just get them in the good sports from the get-go benny you gotta get these guys going nobody nobody wants to watch them out there running around kicking a soccer ball with orange slices and then you know stand around the baseball field picking dandelions get, get them playing football early get them playing a, a real sport like basketball or, or something that actually has some excitement to it let's go there we go Derek, I'm a product of playing football way too early. I started, I mean, back then we weren't even supposed to play until eight. I was such a big kid at six. They let me play, okay? And I, I tell people all the time, if you play football the right way, it, it's, it's a collision sport. And then you can start playing football, especially in today's game, you can start playing football around – seventh eighth grade and you won't miss a beat you will not miss a beat and this is why i tell all of the parents that i mentor to all of the young kids you got time to play that sport you know like i said there's so many other sports that you could hand out coordination turnover speed and all of those things and you can still go out and play football later on because that way you, when you, if you play football, I mean, Tom Brady now is going to be, what, 41 years old? Can you imagine if he started when I started at six? That's 35 years of getting beat up. Baseball players, I know you say it's boring, but, yeah, they play a lot of games, but they have less injuries. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to make sure my, I do my grandkids the right way. Well, do them the right way. Just, just get them to the U, so I can, I can have them on the show in like thirty years and play this. But let's keep that blades tradition going there at the U. And and Benny, let's let's circle back. Well, we got to get a Texans preview in here for the people. But I, I want to know real quick about like one or two like you, you told us the one memory where you got you got shut out and all that. But 
What's a what's a great Thanksgiving memory? What did it mean to you to don the Honolulu blue and silver for the Lions and their tradition at 12:30 on a Thursday? The whole nation is watching. What's a couple good memories since this is B L E A V and Lions, Benny, that you can share with the people about Thanksgiving, being a Lion great, and just being a guy that's just a, a no nonsense football player? I can't wait to hear this. Well, I'll tell you what, every, everybody remembers 1991. Um, we, we needed to win that game, and we're playing the Chicago Bears, a, a rivalry. And, you know, I mean, it was just one of those defensive games we won the game 16 to 6 and you know people everybody hyped that game up because we all knew whoever won that game was going to win the division that year and man it was just one of those tough you know black and blue division games i mean the great barry sanders you know did his thing we had herman moore brett perriman johnny morton uh, Mr. Kramer, they they were controlling, you know, the clock. But man, that Chicago Bears team, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna give them any credit. But I mean, it was just one of those real, real, real down, black and blue, run the ball, punch you in the mouth kind of games, and that catapulted us for the rest of the season. I think for the rest of the season we. One, three out of out of four. I mean, it was just a great, 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 great game. And then another game, we played the Minnesota Vikings, 1995. Yeah. It wasn't one of those knockout, drag out games because it was 44 to 38. We won the game, but man, after that game. I didn't care who won the turkey leg because, you know, John Madden's always, well, guys, you know what I mean? We're going to tell you who's going to win the this. I think that, that game he had six legs on the turkey. The Trey oh. Duckin or whatever you used to call it, the, the six-leg turkey. Yeah. yeah. Please, please tell me that Benny Blades, since we, we want to go third person on you today all day for the show, please tell me Benny Blades got a, tur- a turkey leg at some point. No. What I defensively, I don't think any of any of our players <laughs> ever have gotten a trophy from John Madden. <laughs> it sounds like you got a beef with John Madden a little bit, like I, so, I, something going I, down I mean, between you two. No, I mean I, I loved him as an Oakland Raiders coach, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't think John Madden really gave turkey legs out to defensive players, you know, unless you had a couple of, you know, interceptions. He didn't really tout, you know, back what we used to call back in the day, slobber knockers. When you hit a guy so hard, his snot would go out of his, his ear hole. And so, I mean, those, those games back back in the, in the 90s where I played it, man, they, those were some great, 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 especially when we played teams in it. I'm going, I'm dating myself in the NFC Central. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, th- I feel like Madden would be a guy that would love your game and would love some of the things you brought to the table. But like you say, when you're on TV, they got to give it to those flashy players, especially, you know, most years he's doing the Dallas game, you know, got to give it to the, the y- your boy Michael Irvin or Emmett Smith or one of those guys won it basically every year. But Benny, let me talk about something really important right now, and that's the throwbacks. Please tell me that the the Lions pure just gray helmet with the dark I like the dark blue jerseys that they wore back in your day with the silver numbers. Tell me that's not one of the greatest jerseys of all time, and it, and there's nothing to it. It's the most simple jersey of all time, but that's what makes it so great. I mean. They better break those out tomorrow. I know they tweaked them recently. Now it's like the the teal Honolulu blue with the light silver. I I wish they'd go back to the darker ones, but they haven't been wearing them on Thanksgiving, and that's just a straight-up must. Just break out the Thanksgiving throwbacks every year. Are you with me on this? I'm definitely with you on that one because of all of the jerseys that we, we wore, that was my favorite. You, so you, good. You brought, you brought up a favorite. I mean, we just look just plain vanilla. But every time it seems like we wore those jerseys, we played real throwback smash mouth football. And oh my gosh, I just love those days. I love them. Benny, let me ask you this. This is something I've been curious about. Do you have like do they let you keep some, you got some vintage jerseys? Do you got some, some memorabilia? Like, uh, do you have a throwback that's 36 with blades on it or, or you don't, you don't have, or didn't get to keep any of that? Well, don't get me in trouble, but, uh, of course I took my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope you got a couple. I just wondered if you got like uh, the different versions or if you, if you got a U jersey still tucked away, like you got to have some of that stuff, right? Yeah, I have, I, you know, I have all of that stuff tucked away in uh, seal lock bags so they don't dry rot. You know, a lot of people, you know, they have walls of fame of things that they've done along the years on, on the walls. I'm not that person. Uh, every time I go and I get a framed jersey, I, get, I send it to my grandkids, you know, because They've, they've never seen granddaddy play. And so all those memories that I have, I've compiled in, in a book for them. And so they'll know in black and white exactly who granddaddy was. And that that those are the memories that I want to pass on. You know, I mean, when, when, you, when, you, when you're 60, 70, 80, hopefully, I'll get to be in my 90s and you get to sit around and talk to your grandkids about the good old days, uh, the, the 90s. And it's, oh my gosh, why is granddaddy talking about that again? And then you pull out that old jersey and they go, uh-oh, here he is again. He's wearing that old stuff again. For me, those are the memories that you cherish and to be thankful for on Thanksgiving days because these young guys really, I'm going back to right now, these young guys need to pay homage and reverence to, and that's why I love wearing that jersey because 
it reminded me of old, the old Dutch Clark back in the days, you know, when they were playing down at Bragg's Field, when, you know, you truly couldn't tell one team from the other team. <laughs> so that's why I love, I love those throwback jerseys. No doubt. De- definitely great that you got some of that stuff. I- I'd love to. We'll have to offline or something. You'll have to send me a, a picture of some of the stuff you got because I'm a-, I'm a big jersey guy. I'd love to see some of the, the vintage blade stuff you got one of these days. But um, like you say, uh, just a great tradition, great football game. I mean, I, I didn't hit it off the top, but I mean, I- I've been going crazy on my different podcasts. You know, Detroit is up in arms saying like, you know, we can't wait to get rid of the coach, the GM. You got to scrap this whole roster. Like, I, I've been frustrated as anybody, Benny, but I'm looking at it and saying, like, we're four and six. You know, this is a, a winnable game on Thanksgiving. If you can get your act together, which they did not in Carolina, you win this game. You're still somewhat in the hunt as well as, you know, people, I think, just want to see better football, better football players, elite players on this team. So, you know. I hope that happens when I was thinking about my Thanksgiving type things, you know, again, I don't have a huge history and like my buddy Grifka always wants to say, well, it's Thanksgiving. The lions always play well on Thanksgiving yet. All I remember when I was a a new fan here in the two thousands was getting whooped by Peyton Manning by like 30 points, giving up, you know, 40 points a couple of times on Thanksgiving. My uncle's always telling me just laughing at the lions on Thanksgiving. But I do remember, I think it was 2015, no, 2000 and let me see what it was. 2015, I think it was some something like that. Like they played the Eagles and uh, Stafford went off for three, three, seven, five touchdowns. We got Calvin for nine, 93 and three TDs. So that that was one of those Thanksgiving games where they just put it to the Eagles, 45, 14. I mean. That was one of those ones I remember. But like you say, I know there were some classic black and blue games back in the day. Um, let's 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 finish out Thanksgiving with this. You know, you you said you mentioned you're thankful for some things. I I know it's easy to for us to say like you know family and whatnot. We're all thankful for. But I I wrote a fantasy football article this week and I kind of just put in there. You know, let let's be thankful for for lots of things this Thanksgiving based on the crazy year that we've had. I mean, nobody could have expected any of this that we've went through. Um, you know, family, friends, our um, our our jobs, our lives. Um, you know, I even put in there, like, just be thankful in, in ways that we had football this year. Cause people, we, we did a couple podcasts where we didn't know if there was going to be one football game, let alone basically a whole season, you know, fantasy football, is something I enjoy with a lot of my buddies. I've been grateful to have that this year and to, to go through another season. So I think when we gather around the table, you know, um, Instead of just saying the basics, I think we really got to look deep and say, man, there's just so much to be thankful for. And for Lions fans, despite our frustrations, like there's still things to be excited and be thankful for for this team and for the future. So uh, I would assume you're with me on all that, Benny, when it comes to being thankful this Thanksgiving. Oh, all that. Um, my sentiments exactly, you know, because, you know, I've watched you know uh with heavy hearts on some of the shows i've done with you i've seen loved ones pass away you know during the during this uh, whole covid uh period and you know it, it makes you appreciate 
you know, just life itself. And so, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, I've, I've seen people lose jobs, you know, where here I am, I have two of the most thankless jobs in America that I could still go to. I mean, when people see me at the school system and these young minds that you're able to, you know, get to and mold and shape and send these kids in the right direction it makes me very thankful to have that job. And everybody that sees me at the park, taking those same young people. I mean, just to get off last night, Derek, I, that's why it makes me thankful. I'm, I'm getting a little bit emotional right now, but uh, it makes me really thankful because I had an opportunity last night to take four young minds and mentor to these young young guys. I mean, they were getting ready to head down a, 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 a no end path. They had, two of them had stolen uh, somebody's dirt bike and <laughs> they didn't know how to ride it, you know, and And just talking to these young men for about 30 minutes. I took the one and I, because I knew he had taken it and we went and took it back. And I told us this, this could have went real bad, real quick. And after doing the right things with these, these, these gentlemen, you know, at the end of the day, when I'm getting ready to leave, the young man looked at me and said, Thanks, Mr. Blaze. You know, you're right. You could have called the police and I could have been in jail this weekend. That's why I'm 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 really thankful for a lot of the things that go on throughout the course of my day, good or bad. And so, you know, I mean, <laughs> we all complain about the things that we don't have, but you ought to be very grateful because I, I, I tell not only the people that I mentor, I tell my kids and my grandkids, when that person's laid across the altar and they have to meet truth or the latter side of the decisions they, they've made, only that person is gonna be judged that day. And so I always tell people, I wanna be judged and, and meet God himself. And so this is why I, I try to live an exemplary uh, life now because I tell people, you know, I've, I've, I haven't always, Derek, been that person that I mean, I would rather just 
punch you in the face than reason with you. And so when I talk to these young kids, I, I got to tell them where I've come from and how I've changed so they don't go down a lot of the paths that I've gone down. Yeah, I, I became successful at all, taking my anger and beating up on people. But for a lot of these kids that don't have that athleticism and they're out there that's just doing the bad things, I mean, it warms my heart. It, it fills my heart with gratitude that, you know, I've been put in a position to do this. And so, you know, they're, 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 you know, when I'm saying grace tomorrow, you know, uh, a lot of those things will, will come to mind because I'm truly thankful to still be around here. That's great stuff, Benny. I mean, like I said, you haven't mentioned a bunch on the show, but I know you've told me, you know, offline and different things, like all this tremendous stuff that you're doing in South Florida with some of the youth. Uh, it's, it's really inspiring, to be honest. I mean, like you say, you're thankful for it, but I know not only the kids there, but their, their parents, their families are thankful to have a guy like you that's got character, that's got a sense of, um, you know, what it takes, you know, to be a man's man and be a, an upstanding, you know, a person, like you said, at this, at this point in your life. And, and I think that's all great. You're, you're giving back not only in the, for the game of football and what you do um, with, with players and whatnot, but just, just being that person that these kids can, can turn to and you can, you could tell them, tell them the truth, you know, be, be straight with them and get them on the straight and narrow. So, you know, all the work you're doing is tremendous. Um, I, I don't even really want to follow up with too much, but I, I did just want to encourage people to you know, before we talk about this Texans game and, and whatnot, that just, you know, one of the coolest things I always got to do every year was we, we'd partner up with a local church and we'd go uh, hand out turkey baskets, which is you'd go to um, these these homes that were, you know, folks are, are struggling. People, you know, don't have these amazing meals that everybody's touting. You no, know, I can't wait to eat. We had fun with it here on this show, all the stuff we're going to eat. Some people don't have anything to eat. So I, I loved going with, uh, whether it was youth um, that I've worked with or these different churches and whatnot, and you just go to these homes and hand off this big laundry basket of food with all the fixings and just know that that is such a tremendous blessing for them. Yet every time I did it, it was so much better for me um, as a person to just sort of be involved with that, see the joy in these families that really couldn't put anything on the table, but were just happy and fun and loving people. And gosh, it was just so great. So I just encourage people, like if you're in a community and you can help like Benny does, or if you can do something with your local church or a local organization that can help um, provide a great Thanksgiving for people that, that wouldn't have it otherwise, or go help somebody in need, um, as, as we still deal with COVID and whatnot. I think that's, you know, as, as much as we're grateful and thankful for certain things, like I'm telling you, that's going to be the greatest thing you do that others will be grateful for. But at the end of the day, you'll realize that it's so much more than, than some great dessert you had or some, some family moment you shared with your, with your internal family. So I just want to encourage people to go find those opportunities, do what Benny's doing, which is help the next generation, help people out that need help. 
and get out of your own little bubble where we just get stuck sometimes and worry about our little issues. You know, there's so much bigger things going on in the world right now. So, Benny, I think we just took the show to a new spot. We just tried to both inspire and and went way down that uh, way of thinking. I don't even know how to turn this back to Thanksgiving Day football, but, but we got to talk about the Texans game, huh? We got to get the people fired up for this ball game. Well, we definitely got to get them inspired because um, on Thanksgiving Day, there's nothing like the Detroit Lions. Whether you love them, hate them, or you just don't know how you feel about them nowadays. I mean, coming in at four and six and we're playing against <laughs> Deshaun Watson and a three and seven Houston Texan ball club. Um, that's what's crazy three and seven they just took it to the patriots the lions everybody actually the lions are one or two victory team i mean four and six is they've been worse than that i know since i've been a fan so it's not bottom of the barrel but what do you think we're going to get in this game because i could see it going either way i could see them coming out and play inspired maybe they get swift back maybe kenny galladay shows up uh you know maybe some of the other players step up on offense based on that embarrassment last week and the defense finds a way to play decent which is what i've been calling for just be decent and maybe we give us a chance what lions team do you think we see tomorrow well, I just hope we don't see the same putrid offense that we saw last week. And uh, I, you know what? Hopefully they come out and they play inspired football because we, we both know that uh, if they're not inspired by Matt Patricia, <laughs> then I think at the end of the season, it might be his swan song. And so they got to come. I mean, they love the coach. Like they all get on the radio and say they love Matt Patricia. Then they ought to play for his job, in my opinion, because there's a lot of years that we had to play for Wayne Fonson's job. And because you can't tell people out of your mouth and, you know, with your heart that you love a person and you want them to stay and you go out and play uninspired football (laughs) so I'm just hoping they just show up because yeah the the Houston Texas beat a a, a lowly Patriots team I'm not going to give the the Bill Belichick team very very many kudos but uh, you know I I think we, we should at least play inspired football to beat the Houston, Texas this week. I I really hope they play solid. I hope they, you know, it's not a a national embarrassment type of situation. Stafford's really going to have to not turn the football over. I think the defense is going to have to find a way to stiffen up. I mean, I feel like Everson Griffin's been a bit better. If they can get pressure from him and from uh, Okwara, you know, that that could be well for the defense. Uh, They got to find a way to turn the football over. I mean, I watch game after game after game from this team. And even though they got two end zone picks uh, last week, it really seems like they're few and far between when it comes to turning the football over and giving them a chance on offense. I, I, I don't think Kenny Galladay is going to play and, and I don't know when he's going to play to be honest, but if there's some way he could show up and Deandre Swift could show up, 
I, I think that's what this offense would need to get up over the hump and could score some points. I mean, Houston's not very good on defense. They've given up a lot of points, a lot of yards. But you know Watson, Fuller, Cooks, um, Duke Johnson from where, – where, where do you play college ball, Benny? Do you know? <laughs> Duke Johnson was a baller at the U. He's kind of been, you know, ho-hum in the NFL, but he can catch the football. He can do some things. So you know they're licking their chops against the Lions. But uh, I, I don't know. I see the Lions kind of rising up. You know, let's go ahead and get to our predictions here. You know, I know there's lots of fans out there that say, well, just lose, like, just get the better pick. Let's get this coaching. Let's get these people out of here. I feel like all that's going to kind of take care of itself when the time is right. You know, I, I feel like I, I kind of reached that point with Matt Patricia where it doesn't matter if he wins or loses, in my opinion. I feel like, you know, he's kind of shown his, you know, <clears throat> where he's at with this team, meaning that. He's not a bad guy. He's not a bad football coach, but it's just not going to work here based on what he set up, the players they have, and the current situation. So, uh, you know, I'm not rooting for losses, thinking that it gets them out quicker, that it makes us better. So, you know, I until they're out of the playoff hunt completely, you know, and until wins start costing them draft position, I'm going to root for the Lions to win, no doubt about it. I've got the Stafford throwback ready for tomorrow. I can't wait to have the uh, grandma uh, amazing Thanksgiving with a, a few family members. And, and, and Benny, I know you talked all about your food, but once the grandma makes the incredible Thanksgiving, the day after she takes the leftover turkey and makes a turkey broccoli casserole dish that's out of this world, my favorite, one of my favorite meals uh, that, I, that I eat throughout the year is the turkey broccoli casserole, no doubt about it. Um, but I, I see the Lions uh, playing well, um, you know, flipping the script like they often do where they got embarrassed in Carolina. I see them showing up, playing really good football and getting a win in this ball game. So if Swift is out there, which I'm going to assume at this point that he will play, I'm going to go ahead and give the Lions 27 and I'm going to give the Houston Texans 23, 23, 27. Lions uh, find a way. It's close in the end, but they get a nice little W here on Thanksgiving. Make all the Lions fans very grateful, thankful, and gives everybody a happy Thanksgiving here in the state of Michigan. I'm not seeing seeing it that way. I mean, yeah, the Lions look. The Lions come out with a win, but right now, neither one of those offenses, the Texans, nor my Lions. I mean, like you said, Gallaty is not going to play. Amendola's not going to play. We insert Swift back into the lineup. But I'm just, I don't know how healthy that, that you know, was it a hand that Matthew Stafford is, is dealing with, thumb or whatever it is. I, I just, I don't see him, you know, neither one of the uh, quarterbacks slinging the ball all over the field. So that, that may help us out. <laughs> a little bit on on the on the back end because like you say Mr. Griffin is is getting pressure but he needs a little help from our back end okay and right now I'm going to say the Lions win 17-7 I just I just don't see very much offensive you know productivity going on on Thursday. Wow. I, you surprised me there. I, 
I, I can't see it going that way just because of the dynamic playmakers that, that Houston has, as well as that quarterback. I, I can't see him scoring less than 20 on this <sighs> defense for the Detroit Lions. I mean, seven points, Benny. Have you watched this defense? Have you seen Mr. Okuda? Have you seen some of the coverage and tackling um, where it looks like we're just uh, slipping off people, bouncing off people, not attempting to tackle people. I, I can't see them holding the Texans to seven, but you know, well, no, like no, say, no. We, we, we both got W's. So that's a good thing. But, but here, here's, here's why. Like I told you, I'm hoping this is believing lions. I'm believing that with the addition of Mr. Griffin, Mr. Kuda shows the whole country that he's a third pick in the draft, okay, that the combination of just those two alone on Thanksgiving will say, okay, look, we're going to go out and play extremely, not just inspired, extremely inspired football. And we're going to get off the field when we need off the, get off the field. There's not going to be when it's third and 16. They're going to make 20 yards, you know. I'm, I'm Look, this is the first time I, I don't have to go to a sports bar to watch it. They're going to be on the television. I Look, third person again, Bailey Blaze, will be <laughs> sitting in front of the television. Quiet in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, got got to get this one, Benny. Uh, I think we B L E A V. We hope it happens. Um, it's going to be a great holiday for everybody. It's been a fun show. Uh, we've talked football. We talked non-football. We talked food. We we tried to inspire the people to get off your butts and go help someone here on this Thanksgiving, as well as. Come on, Lions. Let let let's let's get rid of that embarrassment I saw in Carolina. Let's go win a football game. So for myself. For the one and only Benny Blades, everybody, B-L-E-A-V and the Lions. We'll catch you next week right here on the show talking all things Lions and hopefully talking about a W and this team still being in the playoff hunt. We'll see what happens. Everybody have a tremendous Thanksgiving. We'll catch you next week right here on Believe in Lions. Take care, everybody. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm a darn well get respect and I'm gonna demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.